This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Sam is broken, Dean's all whack. I'm in the veil. My Brad Pitt days are over. Please bring fun cast back. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural that you love so much, and hopefully you also love us. Chris, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty great. I feel like I said, I'm Chris Mosier in a really geeky voice, but you, you know, you, that's who I am. I mean, your voice didn't crack, so I think that you, that's points there. That's like, a plus. That maybe I could plus. add some, maybe I can add some digital cracking in there for you. Yeah, like just to, <laughs> digitize my voice. Yeah. <laughs> sure, How yeah. are you doing today, Jeremy? I'm doing really well. Uh, the World Cup is going. The World Cup is fucking crazy right now. Uh, Damn. Like, all of, all of the good teams are being kicked out left and right. Um Whew. Japan suffered a devastating loss in the last two minutes of overage time and the last 20 seconds of uh, stoppage time today. Uh, Brazil knocked out Mexico today, which was, I mean, I was kind of rooting for both teams, but uh, I kind of wanted Mexico to win because they're such a, they're such a kind of like an underdog story, but uh, Mm -hmm, Brazil mm -hmm. ended up winning. I'm still happy about that. Uh, But like Portugal out, Argentina out, Spain out. Like what the fuck is even happening in this World Cup? Who knows what's going to happen? It's it's almost as crazy as season seven of Supernatural. What is going to happen? Chris, this is the penultimate episode of Supernatural season seven. And it kind of somebody was in our discord today talking about this as they were watching the episode for um, the for last week's episode. Uh, It doesn't really feel like a season finale is coming like they're building stuff up. But yeah, no, it still feels relatively restrained. It it really does, and and even with this episode, like there's some there's some really big stuff that happens. I don't know if big is even the right word. There's just a lot of stuff that goes down, but it still doesn't feel like anything huge. And I think that part of that is because we have no idea where it's going. In a lot of the other seasons, we always had some sort of idea. Season three, Dean's about to go to hell. Season five, they're about to fight Lucifer and and try to stop the apocalypse. Like we know what's going down. You know, even season one, they're going to go fight Yellow Eyes, stuff like that. What's going on in season seven? Are they going to be able to get what they need to finally fight back against the Leviathans? Or are we just going to keep, you know, swinging blindly into the dark? It's just kind of what they've been doing all season. Yeah, we got a, we got a little bit of help at the last episode by finding out mm-hmm. that we found a tablet. And, uh, and this will go into our previously on season seven thing that you're about to do. But uh, mm-hmm. it still feels like I'm thinking about like the, the, the freight train that we were on at the end of season four or season five or season two. Uh, I'll give season three a pass because it was cut short. But you know, we were we were ramping up to a conclusion. We could kind of see the climactic battles. Mm-hmm. I still kind of don't know. Even after watching this episode, I still kind of don't feel like I know how this is going to shake out. And I think even the even the characters in the show, like at one point, Sam is like, "What happens if we just kill Dick? Like, what are we going to do? Like, what happens to all the yeah. Leviathans?" It's, and yeah. he's like, "I don't know, man. Let's just worry about killing Dick first. Let's just <laughs> fucking do it." <laughs> and I feel like I'm that dude. I feel like I'm Dean. I'm just going like, I don't know what's going to happen in season in episode twenty three. Y'all, I have no clue. How are they going to wrap all this up? <laughs> uh, and I, I wonder how clear a plan they had for season eight at this point. I, I imagine that some of it must have already been in the works. But anyway, should we uh, should we get into this episode? Let's get into the episode. Uh, real quick, let's thank all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Those guys made this podcast happen. Uh, it makes it makes it very easy for us to do this week after week and release this as a free show. Uh, patrons also get crazy bonus content nowadays. You get access to our Discord, which is full of cool people 
talking about supernatural or vampires or witchers or whatever. You get uh, exclusive episodes like Silver for Monsters, which is our uh, Witcher book club podcast, uh, which we're going through pretty much the whole series. Like I think we're going to th- we're going to do all of the books eventually. However long that takes, eventually us. we're going to get we're going <laughs> to get them done. Like don't hold us to a timetable or anything. Um, and I don't actually know when this episode is coming out. Do you? Do you know what the date that this episode is coming out? Let Probably me. before we before uh, the, release before our the next big project. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I won't mention anything about the big surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this will come out. Oh, definitely come out before that. So yeah, uh, coming in August, there's going to be a really big surprise exclusive to patrons. So uh, definitely go check that out. And I want to send a special thank you to uh, Solomon for pledging. He was one of our new pledges. Thank you. So thank you very much, Solomon. Chris. Can you please explain season seven up to this point for me? I can do my best, Jeremy. Let's see. At long last, my friend, the boys, our hunks, Sam and Dean Winchester, have finally gotten a lead (laughs) on how to kill the Leviathans. It took them 20 episodes, but they finally got a lead uh, in the form of Kevin Tran, Prophet of the Lord, and an ancient tablet that reveals a potential weapon that they can use against Dick Roman and the Leviathans. Uh, meanwhile, Ghost Bobby is getting pretty feisty, Castiel is getting a pretty wacky, and Kevin has been kidnapped by Leviathans. As what usual, the- our hunks have their words cu- work cut out for them, and they're in trouble. So the episode we're covering this week is Season 7, Episode 22, There Will Be Blood. This is written by Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin, directed by Guy B. This aired on May 11th, 2012. Sam and Dean seek out an alpha. Excuse me? Oh, what now? I mean, what, an alpha well? Excuse me? Uh, are they going to Reddit? What, what's happening? What are we doing? Uh, in order to defeat Dick Roman and the Leviathans, Sam and Dean must locate, must locate three key items. Castiel helps with one, but for the last objects, the Winchester must face two of their strongest opponents, an alpha and Crowley. Meanwhile, oh. Bobby tries out a few new ghost tricks that end up being very dangerous. Bobby's Ghost Tricks is the um, spinoff that the CW should have given us. I guess he needs his like uh, Ghost Trick helmet and his Ghost Trick vest if he's going to be practicing mm-hmm. a lot of Ghost Tricks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he needs his Ghost Trick gear. He doesn't have any of that shit. Ghost safety first, Bobby. That's the mm-hmm. hashtag mm-hmm. ghost safety is what we need to be worried about here. Yeah. Don't try this at Ghost Home is what I'm saying. No, Chris. no. Do it at a motel around. I um, can't believe they whatever. actually said try it out a new Ghost Trick. <laughs> That's hilarious to me. I don't know That's, why. Yeah. It's the world we live in. Um, so our previously on sets us up for, um, reminds us what alphas are, which I guess yeah. to remind the listeners back in season six, there was this concept of an alpha, which was kind of the original monster. So we would have an alpha vampire an alpha werewolf an alpha shapeshifter. And from them, yeah. uh, sprang forth all of the vampires and werewolves and shapeshifters that have formed the world. Um, we're going to be specifically dealing with the alpha vampire played by Rick Worthy, which I think was probably the coolest alpha that they introduced yeah, in season absolutely. six by far. Uh, they had that big Tumblr aesthetic video uh, that they showed off with that. I'm not going to forget That's that right. anytime That's soon. That's right. I was hoping we'd get another flash of a, a Tumblr gift set in Dean's brain, but we didn't. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't happen this time. Maybe next season finale next week, Chris. So maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll get it then. It also reminds us that uh, Bobby is a ghost and that Kevin is from advanced placement and that he can read this tablet. Um, yeah. Real quick, we, we kind of texted back and forth on this. The preview definitely sets up the fact that uh, Crowley had gotten Sam and Dean to hunt alphas for them. And we found out that uh, Grandpa Winchester was hunting mm-hmm. alphas to capture them to give to Crowley. I, I texted you this because I kind of forgotten, despite the fact that we do a podcast about this, 
<laughs> Why? <laughs> like, so uh, I think I, well, that's a big, big old fat question for all of season six is why Why? um but i'm being i'm being sardonic everybody i don't hate it that much uh i believe that crowley had them hunting down alpha so that he could sort of get a lead on purgatory which he believed to be um hell adjacent and full of souls that he could harvest and use for power in whatever war or power struggle that he's in I, i think it was all about finding the alphas to find purgatory or eve i don't think crowley liked eve and you know what i don't care yeah i feel like the the alphas were working on on trying to free eve uh but crowley was working on trying to get the alphas the dragons fight. freed eve i believe oh god you're right yeah <laughs> the dragons oh yeah where are the dragons at? where are my <laughs> dragons at <laughs> that's the new drake album that we all deserve is where my dragons at sad yeah. face yeah jeez um anyway um, none of that matters i was just curious about it okay sorry uh, all right should we get into this episode sure yeah we start with so, uh dick being interviewed by a um like a kind of a pr slash uh, newscaster person about him purchasing sucro corp if you guys remember a couple of episodes ago we had this whole like fake commercial that looked basically like a real um a real like you know I, I can't even think of a name of the company, like gm commercial or whatever mm-hmm. telling us about how great they're going to make our lives as americans um uh, but Dick Roman has bought Sucrocorp, uh, which has its fingers in all sorts of literal pies. And uh, Chris, do you think that people that are named Dick talk uh, like just insinuate that their name is Dick all of the time? Because at one point, he's, yeah. the, the, the interviewer is like, well, Mr. Roman. Mr. Roman. And, uh, and he's and like, he, call me Dick. Please. Dick. Like, I mean, dick. Like, it's, it's just like dick. Just, he basically should yeah. just be pointing at his penis while he's saying yeah. this, right? Like, it's every time. Please, that he call me cock. <laughs> Yeah, so Cock is having a TV interview uh, about what they're feeding Americans, and basically, just we get the idea that um, that one episode about the Traducan is is kind of now going to be taking effect all across America. Sure. Um, and he, so he has this interview where he's just sort of almost showboating in front of America, uh, where he yeah he goes through all that stuff, and then immediately after, I was like, I want that TV host replaced by a Leviathan. <laughs> She's pretty good. Yeah, she she's good. I, I need to clone her. Um, at one point during the interview, that he w- says he wants to keep uh, Americans healthy and tasting better, and she's like, "Oh, you mean the food tasting better?" And he's like, hey, 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 "Cock, I'm a dick. My <laughs> name is Dick." <laughs> <laughs> um, after he decides to to clone the the interviewer, he meets up with the recently kidnapped Kevin to try to convince mm-hmm. him to uh, read this tablet for him. Uh, I like this because it's interesting that the Leviathans are cut off from God's word as well. Like only a prophet can do this. Uh, yeah. It's getting a little silly in Supernatural, especially like we're going to have some some angels show up a little bit later. Uh, but like our my, my hierarchy for monsters where like, you know, there's God and then there's weird other monsters and then there's lower class monsters and then there's like demons. Like I kind of like my power hierarchy where it is. And I, yeah, I very much yeah. enjoy the fact that God has some tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> um. So here, yeah, Dick, he, he needs, I'm sorry, Cock needs Kevin to read the tablet to figure out what it says. Uh, is this a new tablet? Is this a different one, or is this the, the same one as before? This is the same one as before. They kidnapped okay. Kevin with the tablet. Uh, it was broken, yeah, right. but if uh, in last episode, Kevin like touched it, and it, it like mm-hmm, fused mm-hmm. itself back together. That's right. So yeah, he, he wants Kevin to translate it, and at first he starts to bribe him with a, a recommendation for Princeton. Uh, he thinks that it's going to be that easy to just I mean, be like, hey, uh, <laughs> a recommendation from Dick Roman. I'm like from, from Cock Roman. I'm a pretty serious guy. Uh, Princeton would take it pretty seriously if you had a letter from me. Obviously, Kevin is like, 
I'm not down with that. Yeah, thank, thankfully, Kevin is like, yeah, I, I think I could hold out for a little bit more than a college recommendation. Like, why don't you pay for my har- Harvard <laughs> instead yeah. of giving me a recommendation <laughs> to get in? You're yeah. rich. Beyond, like, it's like Elon Musk telling you, like, oh, yeah, I can hook you up with the with the Ford t- Focus. Bitch, you own Tesla. <laughs> Give me a fucking Tesla if you want me to do something for you. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, so Dick is like, oh, uh, Cock is like, I'll show you that Tesla then. Um, and we cut to, like, a live feed footage of Kevin's mom. She's hostage, and now Dick is like, "Yeah, you, you got to do, you got to do what we say, or you know, your mom's in trouble." Uh, so Kevin obviously has to comply. So, so from here we jump over to Sam and Dean, who are um, th- we're in like like what looks like the raggiest raggediest cabin that I've ever seen them. They hang out in. Uh, mm-hmm. They are they are trying to figure out uh, basically all of the clues that they got from Kevin before he got kidnapped, and then also at the same time sharing some some history together. Because Dean shares the anecdote that uh, it's, I think he says something about um, it's it's harder to find than the the Playboy that Dad used to keep in his duffel bag. And Sam says something like, "Oh yeah, and Nicole Smith," and they like share a moment together. And I'm like, "You guys jerking off at the same porn is not like a Fuck cool yeah, brother bro. thing." <laughs> this is maybe you guys could just not share this with each other it's or the double with brother the jerk off. What oh you, God, come on. Chris, no. All right, Chris moving no. on. Chris, no. moving on. I just don't even like, and, and the Annika, no, Anna Nicole Smith thing is like such a, a moment in time as well. Like it perfectly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I guess I guess Sam Bob- was, a, was an early bloomer, right? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Ghost Bobby's just watching over all this, being like, "I jerked off to that too." <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, I'm the one that gave him the magazine. Says Ghost yeah. Bobby. But he uh, uh, he appears to Dean in the bathroom and. Does he even really say anything, or does he just like frost the window up and like get angry? Yeah, he kind of just gets mad and tells. Um, I want to say that, uh, man, I'm trying to think exactly how this how this goes down. Um, but yeah, I think Bobby just like appears to him and is like, "Hey, wait, like we we should take the fight directly to him because that's what Dean is kind of is, is saying. It's like, hey, this has to be the way to kill Dick.' But Sam is like, look even if we just killed Dick, like what happens to the other Leviathans? Like they're still going to be out there. Like we still have to figure out a plan. Um, and this isn't like this Leviathan thing, this, these collecting these three objects to make a weapon doesn't address that. That just kills one Leviathan. We still have to kill all of them. And also we don't know really about the catch, but both right. Dean and, and Bobby both want to, uh, to, to kind of jump into this, uh, head first. Right, right, right. But Dean, yeah, Dean's a little bit on one hand, very worried about, Bobby, because every time he shows up, he's looking a little bit worse each time. He's burning yeah. out pretty quickly, and they have a conversation about this. Um, shortly, you know, he, he's essentially he's becoming a, a, a vengeful spirit. But um, I like the makeup effect here too. Like they, yeah. they have done a really good job. I, I, I will give season seven tremendous credit for building up this ghost Bobby thing in a really plausible and excellent way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I, I think it's sad to see them doing this to Bobby's character because Bobby's probably one of the most loved characters on the show. Uh, but at the same time, like they have, they gave it the, 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 what am I looking for? They gave it the space to grow kind of, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like this has been over. They've what, been like doing this for since, Yeah. Um, yeah. they've been doing it slowly. His appearance, his attitude has been changing. Like he no really longer really acts like Bobby, um, which is both interesting and really sad. Um, but he wants he wants them to go what directly to Crowley to get whatever the next ingredient is. He's sort of deciphered the riddle that Sam gave us in the last episode about the blood of the fallen angel. You know, they need blood from like three different sources yeah. um, to to create this weapon. And, um, and Bobby basically tells him like, "Hey, you need to go to Crowley and get his blood, and also you need to find an alpha." 
Mm-hmm. Um, and when Dean is like, yeah, we can do that, but like, we're probably going to leave you behind, essentially. And Bobby's like, fuck you, I'm going to break this mirror. And then Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he's not too happy. Um, Dean comes back. They're both, again, they're concerned about um, Bobby going dark side or something. Uh, and then sh- Sam shows uh, a class that uh, Cock Roman has bought um, Supercorp. Basically, he he fills us in on what's been going on. People are turning into these like living zombies, practically. Um, and they're they're going to have to avoid anything that has high fructose corn syrup in it. Yeah, which is uh, th- this feels like a very 2012 plotline to me, right? Mm-hmm. Like this feels like what people were talking about in 2012 with high fructose corn syrup. Um, maybe even a, a bit later, maybe a bit er- like earlier than this, like maybe 2010 mm-hmm. or 2011. Uh, it's funny because none of this has changed and it's probably gotten worse. It's just out of the public eye because the world is on fire. So like right. all of these, all of this bad shit is still happening. We just don't talk about it at all because you know, again, the earth is falling apart under our feet. <laughs> Human <laughs> rights are being stripped away from us. <laughs> yes. It's, fu- it's so funny. We have to, <laughs> uh, uh, um, so anyway, they do some magic and they summon Crowley. Sam slashes his, the palm of his hand open because that's the appropriate that's- action to take. I thought we were over this in like season five. I thought we were done with palm of the hand shit. Like do the like, back of the arm. Do something that you don't have to fucking pick shit, shit up with all day, Sam. Agreed. Yeah. You big, you big moose. You, you are a wizard enough to know like what, what part of your body to cut to get blood at this point. And it's yeah, never, I don't think ever, I've ever seen ever Harry Potter slash his palm open. Okay, actually, that might not be. T- anyway, <laughs> they summon Crowley. They're like, yo, Crowley, what's up? It's your boy, Sam. This is my brother, Dean. Um, you, you guys have met. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We, need a, we need a little bit of your blood to take down the Leviathans. And Crowley is as great as Crowley always is. Uh, and he says, yeah, sure, I'll give you uh, the blood, but uh, I will give it to you last. Yes. Because I'm not, who knows what you could use my blood for in the meantime. Uh, and also legit. he implies. Like, I, I really like that because yeah. like that, that is a legit thing that you should be worried about in the world of, of wizardry, right? It's like you shouldn't give mm-hmm. somebody your real yeah. name or your blood. Like that should not be anything yeah. that you share with anybody. No way. Um, that's why he has to go by the name Voldemort. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. They, he also implies that <laughs> which is they, a palindrome, which is have... a, which is a uh, not a palindrome, but it's 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 just a rearrangement of letters for cock riddle. That's what's Voldemort. That's right, cock riddle. <laughs> I am Lord Cock Riddle. Um, <laughs> hey Jesus, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm it's, sorry, <laughs> listener. It's really hot today. We're both uh, a little bit hazy. We, we so, got that summer energy. We got that big dick summer energy right now. That's where oh we are. God. That's where we're at. <laughs> Crowley implies that he doesn't think they'll be able to get the blood of an angel. Uh, I don't know if he's being, like, coy with the boys, or if he's saying, like, yeah, Castiel's MIA, like, I don't, so good luck with that shit. Because uh, he says, like, yeah, that's going to be the hardest one for you to get, so I'll give you my blood blast. And listeners, you probably remember from last episode that uh, at the end of it, when they found out they needed the blood of an angel, uh Castiel just literally said, "Oh yeah, it's always my pleasure to bleed for the Winchesters," and just put some blood into a vial and handed it to him, like in a kind of a magic way. Mm-hmm. So they already have the blood of an angel; like they have the hardest thing. And uh, so they they kind of are like, "Okay, well, we still need the blood of an Alpha." And of course, Crowley, being Crowley, knows where to find the Alpha. He knows where to find the Vampire Alpha, to be specific. So uh, kind of fills yeah. them in on where to do that. And uh, he disappears. He burns the location into the table. That's <laughs> how he tells them. Like, all right. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the town uh, because I don't care about details like that. But it's literally like burning, like basically like San Quentin, Texas, onto the side of a table <laughs> or something. Like, okay, thanks. Gonna grab some loose leaf. All right. 
<laughs> he couldn't have written on written on the wall in blood like we usually do with yeah. all of our shopping lists. Come on, yeah. <laughs> um, somewhere in all of this, we see that Dick has uh, or Kevin has completed translating the tablet for Dick. Uh, and I think the only thing he really says here that I wrote down was that's some bracing prose you got there. Just the 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 ultra smarminess that that this actor who plays Dick Roman exudes sometimes is the way he delivers some lines. I absolutely love it. The way he says that's some bracing prose. Absolutely love it. This is Dick Roman that you're talking about, or excuse me, Cock yes. Roman. Yeah, yes, Cock I, Roman. The way that he he has some really great delivery, like throughout this episode and and throughout the next episode, if I'm remembering right, like he he does a really good job in the role of Cock Roman. Uh, <laughs> Sam, so next Sam, is Sam and Dean head out, and they they kind of mm-hmm. stop at a gas station. Real real quick, is this the first time that we've seen Dean in this jacket, I don't, or is it the first time that I'm noticing it? Because Dean it's is the like first a, time that I noticed it for weird, sure. This weird brown jacket. He just I don't. It just struck me as strange. Like I don't know why. Like it was kind of noticeable. It's supposed to, to me. be like the old leather jacket, the way that they have the collar ultra popped. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like more of a mahogany red color than just straight brown. I I don't know. I've spent a lot of time thinking about the jackets that these two boys wear. Uh, and yeah, this one it stands out a little bit more because it's a little bit more colorful. But uh, nobody really cares about the jackets. They care about this conversation between Sam and Dean. Uh, Dean, right? Sure noticeably leaves the uh, flask in the in the car behind him so that you know him and sam can have a conversation without bobby overhearing uh they go and sam is like have you quit drinking and Dean is like no i (laughs) just haven't finished my beer which he produces a open bottle of beer from his coat pocket that's why he's wearing this coat it's got big pockets (laughs) yeah you can fit a six-pack in here and it still gives you a trim waistline it's it's a miracle of modern wardrobe it's fantastic (laughs) (laughs) the collar has a beer opener on the side um Yeah, they they have this conversation, and Sam is concerned about Bobby because some of the stuff that yeah. he's been doing. The breaking. Well, the Lord doesn't have a single example of Casper the Friendly Ghost. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real quote. It's true. It's absolutely true, Sam. Uh, but yeah, he's he's got kind of like, what are we going to do about Bobby? Right, like this dude is a ghost. Like he's getting worse. We we're going to have to deal with something. And they're having this conversation, but kind of in the middle, Dean stops him and is like, "Hey." don't these people kind of look weird? And they, they look around mm-hmm. this convenience store and sure enough, like everybody is fucking zoned out. Like they have had like 18 million uh, edibles, right? Like they're just all <laughs> fucking stoned and just like one dude filling his slushy up for an infinite amount of time. Another Some one dude is, just like, putting like a ton of mustard on his hot dog. So way too much mustard, <laughs> man. You're going to regret your mustard choices in the future. You're absolutely going to do that. So now they know that the corn syrup thing has already begun and now they have to go organic um so sam starts picking out like bananas and water bottles and that's like all they can have dean i love finds- dean's reaction he's just like i'm gonna go into toxic shock dean finds a piece of pie that says it's uh it's all natural and he's like natural, surely this yeah. is fine and he's like i'm and sam is like dean corn fructose syrup is also all natural like i hate to tell you this yeah. is made from corn <laughs> so now we can uh, only drink water and eat bananas poor dean um poor dean poor dean can't even have his damn pie um so they, I believe that they head to the vampire location because even though Crowley only gave them a name uh, of a city, they're, they're going to find the gothiest mansion in town, and they're they're going to know that that's where the vampires hanging out. Um, yeah, they, so they, they're they it out. The, they check the schedule of concerts, and My Chemical Romance played here last weekend, and mm-hmm. Um, uh, next uh, weekend brand, it's it's the the cure. It's, next weekend is the cure. Then after that is brand new. So in between right. this, we knew that the the vampire alpha would be in the middle. Right. I hope I right. hope that those are goth bands. I have no idea. Brand new is not a goth band. Are you sure? <laughs> yes, definitely. definitely, definitely sounds like a goth band to me. <laughs> 
I'm just, I'm not even going to Google it. I'm just not going to believe you about it. Sure. That's totally, that's totally up. That's your prerogative, man. Um, <laughs> so Bobby, uh, Bobby shows up and he's like, this band fucking sucks. That's definitely where the vampires are hanging out. But he, he decides he's going to go like scout ahead and, and he zaps himself into the uh, mansion. Much to uh, the, the vampire mansion. Like, they are not down with this plan. Yeah. They mentioned. don't need Bobby going fucking rogue on them here um yeah so he he zaps back in after like checking the place out leads them inside uh where they find a bunch of dead vampires but they're not dead vampires who have been beheaded which is really the one way that we know to kill them dead man's blood i don't know if it kills them or if it just hurts them um i don't think we've ever seen it kill them we've seen it weaken them considerably if to the point of where they get knocked out so that they can be Mm -hmm. beheaded um but yeah all these vampires uh they have their heads, but they're they have this weird, you know, sort of infected looking area uh, or, or, or weird looking stain around their mouths. Like they drank from something and it killed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's pretty easy to figure out what that might be. Um, Honestly, so I, it, it, when I first saw this and the the boys start reacting to it, I thought they had died from trying to eat leviathans. Like I, that's yeah, that's where that's, I thought this was going, but it, it's mm-hmm, not that. Mm-hmm. It's it's trying to eat people that were have been infected with this. Uh, Sucrocorp, you know, serum thing. Right, um, right. The, the turducken syrup, as I like to call it. Yes. <laughs> so I was actually kind of thinking for a minute, like, I, and I was kind of intrigued to see, like, a vampire versus Leviathan situation. And then I realized we're an episode away from the finale and they did not have time to develop a war between the <laughs> vampires. Yeah. It's not going to turn into an underworld situation. The war between the vampire right, and the right. Leviathans have been going on for centuries. <laughs> yeah. That would be a really, really intense season eight. Um, but we, uh, always, so the boys start, they start looking around trying to figure out like what was going on here. Um, what were these dudes guarding? Um, Bobby like goes through a wall, shows us like, yeah, there's like, there's a room behind this wall. Um, the boys find a hidden switch in a bookcase, open it up and we see this like pink princess room uh, okay, with wait, this wait. young girl hiding in it. Please, please let's rewind for a minute because they find the switch, but also the way that they hid the switch was to have a book that is like super short right like it's it's not yeah. a full-sized book like why could you just have a full-size book why do you have to have a tiny book it's just it's stupid it's, it's stupid. like a two-inch wide book it's so ridiculous like how why would you even make let's just book? sam holds it up he's like what is this what is this prop what, this is stupid <laughs> what is this harry otter i don't know what this yeah. is <laughs> this took me 45 seconds to find this is so out in the open <laughs> I'm sorry. I just this 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 tiny this very like leather bound like old school Reader's Digest compendium looking book, but it's only two inches wide from the spine. Yeah. Just cracked me the yeah. fuck up. I'm sorry. We can continue That's with the funny. princess room. I apologize. So they find this girl locked in there. Yes. Um, she says that she was kidnapped when she was eight, and so she's been living in this room for twelve years. Uh, I was checking down like lots of notes. Um. Because like they they've been making her like drink blood. That's like her sustenance. So she's like this pure, clean, um, like basically perfect feeding source for the alpha vampire. And I thought that they were gonna go in the direction of like, oh, this is kind of like our pure, perfect. Um, I don't know, whatever they needed. Uh, they needed like a perfect person or an untainted person to um for their spell, right? Or am I wrong about that? Um, no. Th- th- I mean, I I didn't really understand. Because like, like she she makes the remark that he's been feeding on her like since she was eight, um, but she was one of his special girls because basically she's a virgin, right? So they were keeping her. I didn't get the idea. I, I didn't. I must have missed that they were feeding her blood and everything. I thought she was just a normal human. I don't know. They kept, that's they kept that's probably her. not 
training purposes. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so hot, y'all. It's the summertime, and neither one of us can hot. remember anything yeah. about these episodes. <laughs> Bear with yeah, us. I am. My hair is just matted to my face right now. It is very uncomfortable. It really doesn't uh, matter. All, all that really matters is that she is definitely a virgin, and that she has definitely been kidnapped by the vampires. And um, she tells them basically, like, "Hey, I don't remember a time before this. I don't really remember my mom." And uh, all of these, the vampires died when they found a bunch of humans who just like agreed to come with them like they didn't have to like seduce them or mm-hmm, trick them mm-hmm. to come like the humans were just like yeah man whatever dude sure, yeah, sounds, sure. Sounds fun. whatever you say bro uh drink up and they hadn't yeah they died yeah um so they're they're kind of thinking like okay what's, what's going on here did um, uh at this point sam like pulls out his cell phone and the chick mm-hmm. kind of reacts to it and does dean look at her and call it a douche tracker is that something that he says i, I th- Yes, I believe that's what he says because she's like, oh, I've been locked in a room for 12 years. I'm a little bit confused about uh, this gadget that you have in your hand. And Dean is like, oh, let me say an extremely vague and colloquial thing that you won't understand to describe the thing that you don't understand. That's a douche tracker. Like, if you were not an English native English speaker... You would have no fucking clue what he just said. Yeah, what you say? Oh, what's a douche and what's a tracker? Would be my two questions you, for, that, for Dean right there. What are you, you talking? Just about? say like, oh, it's like having a computer in your phone. She would have been like, okay, that's crazy. Or, or just like it's, it's a, a tracking, tracking. It's a tracking device, right? Like, oh, yeah. we've got, yeah, we've got like a, we've got. I don't even know what you say to this, but like, she, it's just really weird that he said douche tracker for some reason. It's just I, rude. It's just it's, very rude. It's also not very funny, <laughs> writers. Um. They they take the girl and Jet and then uh but we stay behind at this house and when one of the vampires when one of the last vampires shows up the one that was out uh, she had told them but that there was one vampire out looking for like actual food and uh, who was there waiting for this last vampire but Edgar uh, mm-hmm. and Edgar the Leviathan um it basically kills the vampire and I guess he eats him like that's, that's a kind of a weird thing that Leviathans can just eat vampires yeah. that's pretty dope yeah. The and, vampire uh, says, go to hell, and Edgar says, no, my neighborhood is worse than that. <laughs> dope, dope one-liners, everybody. Dope. Fuck yeah, Edgar. Fuck yeah, Edgar. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew <laughs> <laughs> If the Leviathans ended everything out with the rat-a-tat sound, I think I would probably yeah. be more into the Leviathans, like Dick <laughs> Roman being like, sure, I own Sucro Corp. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, but Edgar doesn't do that. He, instead, he transforms into the vampire. Yeah, and uh, we go back to Sam and Dean, who are now like basically babysitting this woman. Um, and also, Dean is just very much complaining that the only thing they have to eat is fresh vegetables. <laughs> I like, can't just live on hate. rabbit food. I'm a warrior. My, my dude, just eat, a, eat an apple. Like It's fine. Like, it, it gives you sustenance. It grows from trees. You don't yeah, have to have hamburger yeah. all the time. Just drink, you know what, Dean? Just drink some freaking whiskey. <laughs> Um, they're also trying to figure out a way to uh, get to, to be able to defend themselves against the vampires if, when they go after the alpha vamp. And uh, Dean says, like, oh, well, we don't really have any dead man's blood, but we could probably just use, like, normal blood. And, Chris, this is one of the best scenes in this episode. So, so weird and funny. They just, they just, they're in the, it's broad daylight. They're coming out of a yep. grocery store carrying fresh yep. vegetables and water. They see this dude just sitting on a park bench, and they just both <laughs> sit on each side of him and are like, Hey, give me your arm. We're going to take your blood. And this like yeah. zoned out fucking Sucrocorp zombie is just like, sure. Is this, is this for Hurricane Katrina? Sure. Well, they're already like halfway through pumping his blood out. And he's like, this, you said this was for Hurricane Katrina. They're like, yes, we did. <laughs> he's just like, whatever, man. This guy is baked. Everyone is baked. 
Yeah, they actually get concerned a little bit because they see a, a cop rolling by uh, and he's got his sirens on, but very quickly they realize that he's just beeping his siren to the tune of why can't we be friends? <laughs> oh man, this episode, everyone's baked, dude. Everyone's just fried. Like no matter what happens, like if, let's assume that they kill uh, Dick Roman, excuse me, Cock Roman, and all of the mm-hmm. Leviathans like just burn up. Cock Ring Roman. Cock Ring Roman. And like all of the Leviathans disappear. Like we still have to worry about the shit in our food supply. Like how are there not like 18 yeah. million car accidents happening right now? I don't know because everybody's going so damn slow. It's true. Um, from here, they kind of start questioning Emily, who is this uh, woman that had been kidnapped by the Leviathans when she was eight, uh, and they're doing this thing that uh, I, I kind of in in a better in another show. I don't want to say a better show, but in a in a different show, I think would work a little bit better. But they're trying to deduce like where she was taken to go to feed the Alpha. And they're doing stuff like, well, do you remember going over any bridges or any railroads? Like trying to, to deduce like, no, oh, there's, o- there's only Sam, like, four- she's not you. <laughs> yes. And they've done this before. Like Sam did this when he was kidnapped and taken to he was kidnapped think, by vampires. By vampires. Yeah, absolutely. It was about that chick <laughs> vampire. That was so good. That's weird that they went back to this. This is always just a weird move. And eventually I guess they just figure it out. But, um, Sam was just like, no, vampires love driving over bridges. I'm telling you. <laughs> It's so weird, and it's fine. Like I don't care. Like you could literally just told, this girl could have just said, "Oh yeah, they live on all of the vampires are on like six two seven Fake Street." Like I would have been like, "Okay, mm-hmm. sure." It would have been mm-hmm. the same thing for me. I didn't need all the this same weird thing. questioning. You see, well, Sam, he was kidnapped by vampires once, and then there was the raid on uh, the vampire place in season six with like you know Uncle Uncle Grandpa whatever um, Campbell Samuel Campbell. Uh, so that was another time when they probably drove over a bridge, and then I can only assume that maybe during season four, five, or six, probably six when he was Solus, that Sam was was likely just hooking up with a vampire. Because, I mean, that's the only kind of monster that we we don't know that he's he's boned down on, so it's safe to assume, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, if he got with that other chick that all that both Dean and uh, Bobby got with, then he probably got with a vampire, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he probably, he probably boned down with Lenore, the friendly vampire from season two. <laughs> He probably, hey girl, what you doing? Hey, you still, remember the time you kidnapped me, but then let me go? You still drinking cows? Yeah, me too. You still drinking? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! The heat is the heat's getting to us. The Winchester, the Winchester pickup line book, I think, is really good. Hey, you still drinking cows? Is, is a really you great still win. drinking cow. <laughs> is, oh. Is that a roll of quarters in your pocket, or did you just eat somebody and turn into their body and are happy to see me? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the no. second one. Uh, we should probably stop this. Um, okay, okay. So they're back at the uh, uh, the apartment motel. Whatever. The motel, yeah. Excuse me. Uh, Emily has ID'd the mansion. They know where they're going to go. They decide to um, get all their weapons up. They've got some blood for the vampires, and uh, they're going to leave. They decide to leave Emily watching TV and turn on like the Kardashians, which I think uh, Dean said is just another. It's just another bloodsucker, and he's like, "Oh wait, I mean, not literally. Wait, maybe I don't know." <laughs> like, I appreciate we- that she's like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" Because when you when like in this episode after he said the douche tracker thing, I was like for half a second. I never do this because I love Supernatural and I'm I'm in on how they talk, except for when demons make pop culture references, but like. The way that Dean talks in this episode, like to a girl who does not understand the outside world, just set me back a little bit. I'm like, take a little bit more care, Dean. You're just saying this shit. And she is probably looking at you like you have nine heads. Yeah, for all that uh, you very much dislike, and I think I have grown to dislike as well, the uh, the demon pop culture references. Like, 
Dean's pop culture references at inappropriate times. Like a lot of times they work, but sometimes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when he's talking to a girl that has been kidnapped by vampires for twelve years, they're just not quite appropriate. Like maybe they're you should dial it down. Just talk like a Give normal a break, person Dean. for once. Yeah, yeah. She, you Dean, literally Dean's, might as well be speaking a different language. Dean's, please stop talking in memes. Please, you can't just you can't you can't Dean, have a conversation was, about referencing she, vines that you've seen. That's just yeah, not a conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> What? Dude, I'm not you can't anybody with that. You can't make jokes about vampires to a girl who for, for, was kidnapped by vampires. For all you know, this is she's got some trauma here, and you're just like, ha ha, lol. Relax, everybody. I'm just kidding. I don't care. So a couple of things happen here. They're going to leave the girl behind. Uh, they also decide yeah. to uh, sayonara. Leave the flask behind. They lock it into mm-hmm. the hotel room safe because. Um, that's like a way to prevent Bobby from just picking it up and a, walking out with it, which right. I really dislike as a thing now with ghosts. I do not like this. Um, right. Chris, we're going to find very quick that there's a twist here. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Like this Emily chick, as soon as Sam and Dean are gone, she picks up the phone. She calls her quote unquote daddy, who is the alpha vampire. And mm. is like, I've sent you a little treat. She's obviously, she's working for the vampire. She set this whole thing up. But Sam and Dean don't know that, and they just left this poor girl who's been kidnapped by vampires in front yeah. of a TV with well, a they ghost her, in the room. They gave her Jody's number, so she's totally fine. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about that, too. This is the first time we've seen them, like, leave a number with somebody, right? Like, the both of them? Like, sometimes mm-hmm. they're like, hey, call Sam or call Dean. But, like, this is the first time they were like, yeah, call Jody, right? Like this, we've never seen that before. Yeah, because there's got nobody else left. All their other friends are dead. And they left Bobby in the room to haunt this mm-hmm. poor 20-year-old mm-hmm. woman who doesn't know yeah. what a Kardashian is, much less a ghost. It's like, yeah, okay, can you dog sit for me? Also, I left a haunted dagger in the room. Uh, just don't touch it. You'll be fine. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't, don't touch any of the stuff in the closet because it's all haunted. Also, mm-hmm. d- don't pick up the rabbit's foot because I don't know if you've seen that episode. It's really funny, but I, all the bad things happen. Anyway, <laughs> um, Bobby is really mad about this. Right. So as soon as they leave, like same Bobby, he was really irresponsible. <laughs> as soon as Sam and Dean leave, Bobby's really pissed, and he sees this chick pick up the phone, call her "quote unquote" daddy to to tell him that the, uh, that Sam and Dean are coming. Um, and then as she leaves. She just walks out because she's a normal yeah. person, and she can just do. Bobby that. instantly starts kink shaming her. <laughs> Does he start? Sorry, kink we're never gonna get her. this. <laughs> What does he say to King Shamer? Tell me more. Because he's like, he's like calling people daddy is disgusting. <laughs> he doesn't say that. I'm just, I'm quoting another vine. Anyway, so Bobby sees Cock Roman on TV and he gets real freaking mad. And he decides the next person who walks through that door, I'm possessing the ass. And it turns out that the poor innocent maid comes in and he's like, sorry, lady, I need that bod. And she's like, whoa, what? And he's like, no, not in that way. In this way. And then he possesses her. Yeah, so have we seen ghosts possess people like this before? Is this a thing that we know about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have. When Sam's, when they go back to their high school and the, like, the kids keep getting possessed by oh, the ghost yeah, that yeah, like, yeah, wants yeah, to yeah, fight yeah, Sam okay. or whatever. Cool. So yeah, Bobby gets super mad, possesses the, um, the chick, and uh, figures out what the, uh, this, the, the combination to the safe is. I think it's his birthday years or his birthday or something. Like, he yeah, he tries fun. Dean's birthday, then Sam's birthday, and then he's like, oh shit, it's my birthday! Uh, meanwhile, Sam and Dean arrive at this mansion where they've been pointed to that the alpha is at, and, uh, Sam kind of is debating like, Hey, I really don't think like going in like machetes blazing is really the way to do this. Let's just kind of go up slowly, but surely, uh, they make kind of a big deal out of this. Like Sam wants to take a different tact, but then they just literally walk in the front door. Like I've seen them do yeah. a thousand times. And well, are Sam is like, this is like, taken. 
this is the OTG. This is the one true goth. It is the alpha vamp. Like, we've got to be careful. Yeah, and they get immediately kidnapped. <laughs> like they, they immediately, immediately they taken. Forget about it. Um, um, so we go, this is where Bobby does all of his stuff. Yeah. Sam and Dean get taken to the uh, alpha vampire. We've seen this guy from season six. Uh, I yeah. think this dude is yeah. still a really cool character. They've got his, uh, they've got his fingernails all looking really long and disgusting. So like a really cool aspect of a vampire is that they have no personal hygiene whatsoever. I think that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> Guys got long fingernails and a dirty ass is all I'm saying. Cause he's a vampire. He, that's all I'm big. saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Um, Emily shows up and of course, like Emily Dean shows up like worm tongue whispering in Theoden's ear. Uh, Excuse me? What's that now? Gandalf? Can you please explain? Theoden was king of Rohan and he was corrupted by anyone. That, that's not even a good reference. Emily shows up and she's like, hey daddy, and Sam and Dean are like, don't. Please don't. We don't We don't like that. We have a lot of daddy issues. We cannot stand for anybody to call anybody we- else daddy in our presence. <laughs> John ruined daddy for us, okay? I'm like, calm the fuck down. Um, she, she does. You're, you're right. She whispers in his ear. We don't really find out what she's whispering or anything. And she just kind of hangs out on the sideline for for most of this. Um, because it's legit. Like when when Wormtongue comes in, when when Gandalf first meets the King of Rohan, and they just like whispers him. She's like, "Yeah, he's just a dirty wizard. Get him out of here." We don't really know what he says, and, and the King is like, "Get out of here, you dirty wizard." <laughs> how does it? How does it go again? Get out of here, you dirty Winchesters. <laughs> um. So Sam basically takes another tack and is like, hey, we're not actually here to fight. We, we, we have come here to talk. Like, we need, we need a favor. And uh, the Alpha is like, sure you do. That's why you showed up with machetes and dirty blood. Uh, and also, that's the reason that you kidnapped me and sold me to a demon. And they're like, actually. Yeah. And Dean's like, that well, was, that was that our was grandpa. grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he gets his head bashed against the table for his, uh, for his lip talk. Ex- excellent. Yes. Most, uh, I, I like how he just kind of like looks around and is like, wow, that did not feel good whereas jeremy would be lying on the floor in a fucking puddle like oh my yeah. god this is yeah. a life-changing injury i need to go see a I'm doctor like, and, I, and I, I know that you agent. are vampires but i need you to call an ambulance <laughs> yeah. if he can't call 911 can you just take me to a hospital and deliver me there you don't have to come inside <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so you know tensions are pretty high here but sam says listen i know what is killing vampires i know what the poison is and it's it's your what, what your plague is somebody calls it a plague um which i thought was kind of cool because they you know to a vampire if they're not on the up and up watching dick roman on tv every day they have no idea what's happening um i don't know if he reveals right here what it is but um oh yeah he does definitely yeah. that it uh the, the leviathans are causing all these trouble uh and and they can kill them they can kill the leviathans but they need his the blood. alpha's blood mm-hmm. yeah and he's not too um, quick to give it to him because he's like, whoa, 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 this cock guy you keep talking about, me and him are kind of on good terms right now. Yeah, they have they have met, they have made an arrangement, um, they're basically going to be fed after all of the stuff changes. Um, so the, the Alpha is thinking, like, I've been here for hundreds of years, I'm going to be here for hundreds of years later. Um, yeah, you don't survive centuries by jumping to conclusions, is what he says. <laughs> I just As soon as he said that, I thought about the office bait. It's a jump to conclusions, mattress. Matt. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yes, I mean, and Sam even Sam even tries to call him out on, like, are you really this gullible? You're going to believe this dude, like, who wants to poison and devour the entire human race, and you think he's going to, like, leave some for you guys? Like, come on. Yeah, it's it's a dumb idea to think that this alpha, or that, that for the alpha to think that like Dick Roman or Cock Roman has anything to do 
that's going to be good for the vampire society. And the alpha is is like legit, like, okay, so now you're concerned about like the vampire survival. And I think Dina's like, Hey, (laughs) it's better. It's better. All of us together than like all of us dead. Right. Like like, might as well, might as well join up. Um, a small child walks in like this, like eight year old kid or something. And like whispers into the vampire's ear that they have a guest. Get the dirty wizard out of here. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) Sam and Dean are both like very distressed to see this little kid. Right. Like they're they're like, Mm. Oh my God. Like you can't keep kidnapping all these little children. That is super dark. Like a little baby boy was kidnapped. Like that's the thing that happens in real life for way worse reasons than to be drank by a vampire. So it's pretty fucked up. It is it is really fucked up and it's like it's kind of dealt with in this episode like both later on Sam and Dean are like we can't just let you have these kids and like eventually the kid gets loose or whatever but presumably like I don't know man like that's God, that's just a real dark thing to put in the middle of this like that's weird dark as like, fuck man yeah it's it's just it's just an odd thing um but I also I mean I don't like it but it also does sort of add to the intensity of the alpha vampire yes um mm-hmm. because this guy I mean the, the, this actor is really really good at this role um but having him have this these these children that he feeds off of is super fucked up, super dark, but it's also really scary and it adds a a level to this monster that is easy to forget behind the face of a of a really talented actor and behind somebody who the Winchesters are now striking a deal with. It's easier to say like, "Oh, vampires aren't that bad." And then it's just like, "Here's a little reminder. Yes, they fucking are." <laughs> so, uh Edgar shows up the leviathan and the alpha removes sam and dean to the uh to the study quote unquote they lock him in the study which is also like a blood storage unit for some reason like there's like blood yeah. and weird refrigerators in this study which well, is well that's, that's where i keep that's yeah, um, yeah. where i keep my capri suns in the um in the study <laughs> which is my equivalent of blood <laughs> yeah. uh, they're in the they're in similar packets there's this like it cuts to it obviously cuts to a commercial and it comes back and then uh sam and dean are like basically discussing everything that happened in the episode of like what are we going to do about all of the stuff that we just talked about like <laughs> oh i don't know what are we going to do about it dean reveals that uh he has he has smuggled some uh some of this dirty blood in his in his sock so like they still have a they still have a weapon and they decide to sneak out meanwhile egger and the alpha are having this conversation and egger's like hey i know you got sam and dean i want them you should give them to me and the alpha is like well yeah i probably should but they, they tell kind of this weird story about you wanting to exterminate the vampires and edgar does not keep this up very long he's like oh no 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 actually yeah we think you're trash and we want to exterminate you you're the next on yeah. the list <laughs> like he doesn't yeah, keep that's... this going for a super long time I'm like edgar that's you can kind this of more our than whole five shit. minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know why he gave um, it up so quick i don't know he whatever he, he also i mean he can smell sam and dean he knows that He's just going to take care of all this shit right now. That's what Edgar thinks, anyway. Um, Dean has, uh, lucky for him, kept an extra vial of blood tucked away in his boot. So the boys are, you know, they've been they've been sort of hidden in the study, but he's able to take that vial of um, high fructose corn syrup blood and stick it into the vampire, and they're able to kind of like come back into the main room. Yeah, and uh, at this point, relationships have deteriorated between the Alpha and <laughs> Edgar. And, uh, I think the Alpha says, like, I'm, I am the son of Eve. And he's like, your mother was a whore. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus Christ. And he's okay, like, whoa, down. first of all, first of all, Edgar, you dick. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like there's not enough food to go around and food being the human race. Exactly. And uh, the Alpha like, takes this uh, dish that's been sitting on this table, which, surprise, is filled with borax and splashes it on Edgar's face, which does the thing that we've seen it do, which is not 
it debilitates the Leviathans, but it doesn't kill any strong Leviathans. So like Edgar is temporarily disabled, but he's not like out of the fight. Sam and Dean show up. Sam, uh, I think Dean tries to like stab him in the back. And then uh, Edgar turns around and catches him, which gives Sam the opportunity for the double brother bluff and cuts his head off, which is dope. Yeah. Um, at some point, somebody says, grab a glass. We're juicing this freak. Yep. Awesome. Good job. Great line. That's a weird, Great line. That's a weird thing. Uh, they also, they demand the alpha's blood, which they get. The alpha just hands them some blood, which is pretty dope. Uh, I think he like cuts his wrist with his dirty ass fingernails. And he gives like, it to him in a goblet because he's a fucking goth. Because he's this total goth move. Yeah. I'm surprised the god. I'm surprised the goblet isn't like flowing with like magenta like a robe or some shit you know what i'm saying like i just mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. it needs to be a little bit more ostentations they they pull a move which feels like an early supernatural move like like these days it doesn't seem like they really care too much about drawing lines in the sand about what's evil what's not they're just like okay you help us kill leviathans we don't care that's our big bad right now um and it sort of seemed like it was that way with lucifer before it's like anything that's like just less bad than lucifer is like we're kind of fine with but here, they're like, okay, we're going to let you live, and we're going to walk out of here, but you're giving us these kids that you fucking kidnapped. <laughs> That's not okay with us. And I'm glad that they sort of put their foot down here. They only get the little boy. They're able to free him, but Emily stays behind, seemingly of her own volition, because she's got, you know, Stockholm Syndrome. Um, but it's at least something. Um, yeah. The Alpha... Did you write this down? That when, when they're leaving, that the the alpha like literally tells them, see you next season? Yeah. Yeah. And Je- what? Oh, I was watching it with Jess. She was like, what, what is that supposed to mean? And I was like, it, it means what you think it means. I mean, it's <laughs> like literally next season of Supernatural. What what could it possibly otherwise mean? Like, it's 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 such a weird out of place line. Like, what season? Yeah. Like, what are they talking about? Like, what? Fall. You'll see them in the fall. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, what? I, this is such a weird and bad line in this episode. I don't understand it at all. I don't know why it was included. Like, and, yeah. and Sam and Dean definitely treat it like, yep, we're going to be fighting them in season eight. Like, that's how they, they take it. <laughs> like, it's weird. But now, but now we get the best line. Because after that, it's just like, okay, well, they brought the kid to the cops, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, now they're, they're coming back to the motel. Uh, and it's uh, somebody saying to somebody, said, the, the cops thought we took that kid had to jump out a freaking window, man. <laughs> The co- whatever happened that we don't get to see Sam and Dean brought this little boy this kidnapped little boy to the police and be like hey listen we found this kid whatever but whatever transpired it involved the boys jumping out of a window <laughs> and now they're just back in the motel man so much happens that we don't see in this in, these, in this in this series Chris like I just want to see yeah. all of these moments that we don't actually get to see I guess it's probably yeah. better that we don't we don't need to see this but boy that sounds exciting doesn't it Mm-hmm. So they now, go, so they're now they're back at the motel. Yep. They realize, oh shit, safe is open. Bobby's gone. We're in trouble. Yeah, and Sam is like, hey, we can't afford to sit around and like wait on Bobby. We've got the stuff. We need to go to Crowley, get the thing. We got to make this weapon. We can't. We, like we don't have time to fuck around with Bobby. We have no idea where he's gone. Let's let's just keep going. And Dean is like. Sure, that's fine. I mean, Bobby left, and Frank left, and Castiel left, but at least Crowley is in our quarter. Like, what could possibly yeah. go wrong? <laughs> yeah, and then, like, just, like, slam, cut to fucking Dick Roman summoning Crowley. Dope. I like that little Vithans can be just... wizards. Uh, I also like his LED, like, changing light that's also a, a devil's trap. That's good. 
That's of really course. great. Of course. Like, I feel like that could just be turned. You could hit a switch and turn that into like an angel trap at the same time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. That's- it's gotta be. What's, what is a human trap? Like walls? Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, at least, well, I was going to say, humans are the only, like, being in this world that can't be bound by magical means, right? Who, Crowley? No, humans. They they can't be bound by any sort of uh, sigil or drawing or salt. Like, it literally takes physical means to to bind humans. Yeah, I guess we haven't seen any kind of, like, weird circle thing that binds, that will bind hu- a human up in the, yet in the mm-hmm. series. Um I'm trying to think if it comes up later, and I don't really remember. I don't think so. The only time the boys are ever, like, locked down is, like, they're tied to a chair or something. It's you, never like, oh, we put a ring of, um, you know, apple juice around you, and now you kick it out. Do you think there's an aspect of, like, humans are the only ones, are the only creatures with free will in there? Or do you think we're just reading too deep into that? Maybe. Or it's just, like, they're the, I mean, humans technically, I guess, are the only ones, like, without any sort of power or without any sort of Mystical ability. ability? There, yeah. yeah, There's. there's no, like... With a lot of these creatures, like a vampire has all these skills, but like are weakened in the sunlight and like whatever. You know, there's always like little things like that. But humans are just humans. They're just right in the middle. There's there's nothing weird about them. Same with I guess regular animals. Um so yeah. They're they're not magic, so magic doesn't like hold them that way. Sure. Uh so uh Cock Roman summons uh Castiel, Jesus Christ, summons Crowley. And uh, we get no closure on that. They're basically like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, what's up? What you doing? My name is Cock. Oh, yeah, my name is Crowley. We, we should get along. Um, yeah. And that's it. The episode ends. And we're kind of uh, at the finale of the season. Like, this, the next episode yeah. is the last episode of season seven. What, do you, what did you think about this episode, Chris? Uh, it moves very quickly. And, uh, and obviously, like, okay, well, now we have to rush towards the finale. We have to bring up uh, the Kevin thing. Okay, we got to bring up the Leviathan, like, Sucra Corp thing again um let's toss it in alpha for some reason uh and then let's bring back crowley so there's just a whole lot of shit happening all at once i'm kind of okay with it uh i wish that we had maybe gotten one more episode to lead up to this one to unpack a little bit more instead of like last episode we got the prophet and the tablet and this episode we got all the components of the weapon that the tablet says that we need to use to kill the leviathans and next episode are we going to kill the leviathans what's going to happen yeah, I um I'm kind of mixed about this episode. Uh leading into this, I was feeling pretty good. Like we were we were kind of ramping up the tension. We were finding out stuff to kill the Leviathans. Uh this this feels like kind of like a fetch quest in a lot of ways, which I know that they meant to do. Like we had to find three things to make a weapon or, or what have you. And we already have one of them, so we only need really two of them. We can do that in forty five minutes. But uh it bringing the alphas up out of season six is is a really strange move to me because they don't resolve it. Like the alpha is still out there. Uh, they don't they they don't hunt anything in this episode. <laughs> they don't really no. save anybody but one kid, which I guess is a, is an accomplishment. But it sounds like that may have gone gone haywire towards the end. Um, so it really feels like they was kind of going through their motions to set up things where they wanted it to be in the finale more than actually leading up to the finale. Could I make? Do you think I can make that distinction? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it it doesn't. It yeah. feels like pushing pieces around on a chessboard more than it does like a natural evolution of a of a story. Yeah, and it seems like as always, <laughs> it's some somewhere they like ran out of episodes and and now all right, well, let's just set up for the big finale. <laughs> yeah, let's let's spit, let's bring that let's bring the alpha back. He was cool, and you know maybe we can get him for yeah. cheap. He's in Vancouver. And He's filming I, Warehouse 13, so let's bring him in. <laughs> I do think all this stuff works. It's just yeah, I would like I to have seen it drawn out just for forty more minutes over one other episode. 
and then but you know maybe that would be boring too they did the same thing with the rings that they needed uh yep. to summon death absolutely it was just like we got one and then we get the next three in one more episode or whatever it was you know what i mean yeah a lot of times when they when they start having to fetch like uh weird mystical shit is the time that i'm like okay all right i, I mean i get it but they're not spending any time dealing with the mystical shit like it's just like oh yeah we need some blood or we need this um i'm trying to remember what the what it was like a horn of something and, D- and dean just like shows up with it later and he's like hey i've got this yeah. horn um yeah I would if they're going to do this stuff. I would want them to spend more time getting it. I guess that's what they're doing with mm-hmm. the Alpha Blood. But man, something True. something about and, this episode is unsatisfying to me, and I can't put my finger quite on what. It's because they pulled a thing out of nowhere and then they made it important. Sure. Um, it's just it's just moving too fast. I th- it is. I do like this episode, but you're right. It is a little unsatisfying um, when taken as part of a whole because it's it's just ramped things up to a new level suddenly rather than gradually building to it. Um, but that's what it happens at the end of these seasons sometimes. You you know what else it is? Uh, I feel like there's a complete lack of stakes right now. Like there's not uh, like as much as um they have set the Leviathans up to threaten the entire world, and that we're seeing these people like turn into mm-hmm. uh super corp zombies or whatever. Like it doesn't feel like Sam and Dean are individually threatened. Uh, that's yeah, and it feels like it feels like they're just they're they're doing it. They're trying to save the world. But my stakes, I just don't feel like I have anything. Like, I, I don't feel like they're racing against uh, a clock or trying to save. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just feels it feels very low stakes, um, even though they've tried to set up Leviathans as this, like, a huge... Cons- they've almost made the Leviathans too accomplished at this point. Like mm-hmm. they, Because mm-hmm. they're such a big international corporation of monsters that want to eat one another and also people that, like, the boys can literally do nothing. And now, all of a sudden, like, we have to collect some blood and make a weapon? Like, what? excuse me yeah <laughs> like you should, you should orchestrate a hostile takeover of or dick roman court or, or whatever right right yeah. uh it's it's also kind of a reminder that you know for a big portion of the season we didn't even see the leviathans they were just sort of in the background also we haven't seen the impala what the what's going on there yeah i don't like that um there's just there's so much different stuff has happened thankfully it has all had a central theme of leviathans unlike last season but uh yeah it's it's this episode in particular i i like this episode but it definitely does seem like it's just sped things up to get to a resolution because now we're about to move on yeah and i'm, I'm i'll be happy to get a get like a conclusion to this leviathan story i've I've really dug it so far. I think they've done a good job. I think they kind of forgot about their villain for a little while, um, but they they ended up at the end of the end of the season, kind of setting it up and, and building it back up again. But I'll be honest, man. Like I, as much as I've liked season seven, as much sugar as I've talked about it so far, I'm kind of done with this plot. Like I'm kind of just wanting mm-hmm. it to be over, which is probably how you should feel at the end of a season, <laughs> to be honest. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. This was still the time where where Supernatural was finding its new voice, which is weird to say that we've gotten forty episodes since season five ended. But and like they're still trying to figure it out. But I mean, it's it's a big change from from where they were. Um, new showrunners, all that. Uh, so I think that season eight for me was where I felt it started to come back and, and point in the right direction. But I don't. We'll, we'll see. I don't really remember. <laughs> I, uh, I I'm pretty confident. I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty confident. Is season eight is where it, uh, it dropped from a uh, like must watch every week to uh, like I can let those build up. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can i can i can just like skip that for a couple of months and then come back to it when i'm ready for some supernatural action i don't, I don't need that's not a, that's not a must watch for me or anything so yeah. uh, but that could have been season seven too I, I don't really remember so it'll be interesting to get back into it um mm-hmm. there's 
I'm going to give some credit to the uh, Wikia a little bit. I want to read you some trivia real quick. Okay. Um, the book Sam finds that is concealing the button that unlocks Emily's room is titled How to Serve Man, which references the 1950 short story To Serve Man. That short story tells about aliens who come to Earth, and at a UN session, the aliens tell the humans that they are there to provide them with peace and plenty. They supply them with cheap unlimited power, a device to suppress explosions, and drugs for prolonging life. One of the characters steals the book from the aliens and translates the title To Serve Man. He believes it is a guide that the aliens use to provide for and take care of man. After further translation, he discovered that it's actually a cookbook. Huh. <laughs> I actually kind of love that. <laughs> <clears throat> the, uh, the wiki page goes on to say this story aligns very closely with the Vikings' plans for man. They are secretly purifying the gene pool, curing cancer, and ending hunger in order to harvest their perfect food supply. Which uh, which obviously plays into the into mm-hmm, you know that, that book. That's actually really cool, and I just really love that yeah. he discovers that it is actually a cookbook at the end. That's yeah, really good. That's actually that's great. It's, that's a great like Twilight Zone twist. Yeah, uh, on a story. Also, uh, I, I didn't pick up on this, but I just want to mention because I know we have some uh, some really big Guy Fieri fans out there that listen to the podcast. Stop. Uh, when Dick asked for a replacement or t- ask for a replace order for Gloria, he mentions contacting Chef Fieri because he is in the mood for barbecue, possibly referring to the celebrity chef Guy Fieri. Possibly. <laughs> Are there more? Are there more? Of Has them? anybody ever besides Guy Fieri named themselves Guy Fieri willingly? <laughs> I don't think I so. Don't think so. Is there a junior? <laughs> is there a Guy Fieri <laughs> Jr.? <laughs> he just calls him GFJ. He doesn't even want anybody oh, no. to know. Oh. Um, <sighs> any last any last thoughts? I, I'm actually like I think I came off a little bit negative on this episode towards the end. I actually really enjoyed it's it. It's because it's hot. Yeah, it's because I've got that big dick heat energy. Um Stop! It's uh <laughs> I, I'm definitely still enjoying season seven. I'm, I'm I'm ready for it to end. I'm ready to move on to some new territory. Uh, I I I kind of wish this would this would go faster. I kind of just wish that they had gotten it like all of. I, I wish we this ended with them getting the weapon. I think I would have been. I don't know how you squeeze that into 45 minutes, but I feel like the finale is going to be the first 10 minutes of them getting the weapon and the last like 30 trying to figure out how to use it. And I just wish mm-hmm. we could just get a whole episode of them like using a weapon instead of trying to figure out what it is and how to use it. So yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, any last thoughts on your on your side? No, uh, I think I've said what I needed to say. I, I do like this episode. Yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to our patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Uh, we really appreciate your support, and uh, we hope that you are happy with all of the cool bonus extras that uh, we, we give to you guys because you're so nice. Uh, thank you for the recent iTunes reviews. We've gotten a bunch of those recently, and it's really nice. Thank you for yeah, uh, thank all you. of the people shouting out to us on Twitter that they've started the show or just found the show or what have you. Really appreciate you listening. And when you catch up to this, hi. Hey, how you doing, guys? Thank you. Appreciate oh, it. Thanks. Thanks so much. Um, if you would like to uh, write into our feedback episode, now is the time to do so. Let me look at a calendar real quick. You have until the 16th of July to write in. We will be uh, recording that feedback episode at the last possible minute. So uh, definitely check that out. Um, Monster of the week. Cool slash contact, or you could DM us on Twitter at MOTWcast or uh, send us an email to whatever email addresses on our website that I've forgotten about. Um, <laughs> Chris, where are you at on Twitter? Where can people talk to you about kingdom hearts? Don't, don't, I, I am at local bones on Twitter. I am at JG Greer. You can talk to me as much as you want to about Kingdom Hearts. Don't listen to Chris. Uh, if you can, like I mentioned earlier, you can talk to the podcast at MOTWCast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back with the finale of Season 7 in one week.
Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me now? Chris Mosier. I can hear you just fine. You can hear me? I can. Yeah. You're right there. I recognize your voice. What the heck? Unless you're Mimic Chris. (laughs) Am I going to open you up and find just a giant thing of teeth and a giant tongue on on the inside? (laughs) <laughs> is that your mimic laugh chris that's very cute. yeah that's what they that's what they sound like right <laughs> <laughs> not even that's that's too maniacal yeah it is, you it gotta is. dial it back <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the laugh that says um i'm not actively pursuing your death but i just saw it on youtube and i'm laughing at you <laughs> <laughs> see i can't I don't think I can do it without being evil. I think I'm just I naturally yeah. gravitate towards evil. It's the heat. It's the heat that's bringing oh up this, God. Chris, the, the so soft evil. Chris, it's so fucking hot right now. I'm dying. The air quality in this room is not good. Do you have a uh, so, like a, a window to open or a fan to turn on? You know, I've got like yeah, there's an open window software, right? So like, if you want to run a fan, like run a fan. No, I don't. Well, I don't have a fan in here. In the window, well, I do have the window open. It's sort of boxed because I put my TV in front of it. Um, not the smoothest move, but. Um, whatever. I was gonna be like, you know, it's too hot to do a different day, but this is gonna be the lowest temperature of the week here, so I gotta do what I gotta do. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I changed I fully into just yesterday's clothes because I'm sweating through it, and I'm not gonna wear some clean clothes and sweat through them. Um, I don't even know where I got the clothes that I'm wearing now. I just I came home and immediately like divested myself of basically every article of clothing, <laughs> uh-huh. and, for, and for a brief moment was like I could just record a podcast in my boxers. Like that seems like I was just I was I was literally just saying that I was like I <laughs> like I took my jeans off and put shorts on, but I thought what am I doing putting these shorts on? I should just stop at step one, jeans off, and just go go record my boxers. They're practically shorts anyway. Well, who am I kidding? They're they're basically shorts. I used to know a guy, and I never understood this, but um, when I was twenty one or twenty two, I used to know this dude, and uh, I worked with him, and he would be like, and he would tell me like, "Oh man, as soon as I get off work, I go immediately home, and I just I let I take off basically all of my clothes, and I just sit on my couch in my boxer shorts, and I don't do anything all night." And at the time, I was like, uh, I was a young guy, like I was, you know. 21 22 or whatever so i was like going out every night staying out to 2 or 3 a.m i just did not understand that i was like what are you doing man like come on it's fun to go out and do stuff like drink every night or whatever and then i, I think about that dude nowadays when i like come home and i'm like i don't want to answer the phone i just want to sit <laughs> here like, in my man underwear. that guy had it all figured out <laughs> this dude was 20 years ahead of me on this and i'm just so shocked <laughs> going out is gonna go out of style i'm telling you it's ridiculous I can already tell my internet's kind of sucking, so. I mean, you sound fine. Just let me know if I start doing weird stuff. I sure will. How you been, dude? How was your weekend? It was all right. Uh, I tried a lot of different new sushis this weekend. Ooh. Um, a lot of different... I usually go for salmon or tuna. Those are kind of my, my go-tos. Mm-hmm. Um, salmon is kind of my, my mainstay. Oh, yeah. I think I told you about this ridiculously named high-protein um, pro, uh, sushi that I get. It's delicious. But I thought, you know, I'm here all the time and I get the same darn thing every time I come. Let's switch it up a little bit. So I ordered some like sushi lunch chef special thing and I had like a million different things and it was all pretty good. But the whole time I was thinking, should I got, should have got my, uh, my, my go to love. Yeah. 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 
Um, but I did get a little bit buzzed, so that was fun. Got a little day drunk. Nice, nice. Um, I believe we, tr- the we, lady, traded some, we traded some beer selfies on Saturday, I believe. That's right. The, the waitress uh, brought us free miso soup, and she brought us free ice cream at the end, because we're there all the time, and, and Jess and I just don't want to deal with um, math or anything, so we always just tip a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and now we got free stuff. That's that's the way that you do it, man. You, if you yeah. tip real well and you get to know your, your your waiters and your waitresses, you will reap the rewards. Yeah, it was a good it was a good experience. Which is funny because like we don't like we're very quiet when we're out. We just talk to each other. We don't like we don't make a scene because we're such anxious people. But so it's nice to go somewhere and have people be like, "Hi, great to see you. Welcome back." And we're like, "Yeah, thanks." <laughs> oh, you're you're on that journey that Autumn and Jeremy has gone down through. Where we're on a first name basis with basically. Every bartender um, and waitress and waiter at all of our favorite restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The one place that I used to go to in like my early 20s, um, it was near where uh, both my sisters lived. So I would always go out with them because I was 21 before all my friends that hang out with my older sisters and we would drink, you know, I'd hang out with their friends and everything. Always went to the same place since I was probably, I think like 19, I started going there. No, 20, 20, 20, I started going there and they just served me because they didn't care. Um, but yeah, then by the time I was 23, I had four years under my belt. Hell yeah. You know, I was a mainstay at that place. And that, but it was the kind of place where I started to be like, oh, f- uh, fuck. I shouldn't still be hanging out here anymore. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows my name and maybe that's not great. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always funny because we go to, we, we go to, as you do, like you get into the kind of cycle of, um, going to the places that you like the most right like we have a hard time branching out into like new restaurants in lafayette because mm-hmm. we have like five or six places and we know them we know exactly what we want to eat there we know exactly what they have to drink we know what channels they have on the tv so if we're trying to watch some soccer like we can we can all that supernatural in. oh yeah yeah absolutely we know exactly which restaurants are showing supernatural in the afternoon like if we want to do that uh i'd but like it, you get into that thing where you're like you just kind of get into a rut where you like don't want to go anywhere else because hey why would i like i go into if I go to my favorite restaurant in Lafayette, like they literally all know my name. Like literally, like, they, hey Jeremy, what's up? Like the manager comes over and like right. shakes our hands and gives Autumn a hug and like the whole nine. Like it's it's a whole thing. So why would I go in? First else? of all, you're like great to see you. Second of all, uh, hands off, Mister. Oh no, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I, tr- I trust Autumn to hug another man. I've got enough confidence in myself and our relationship <laughs> to do that. Yeah, I would go up to these bars like Sam Winchester when uh, or Body Swap Sam Winchester, whoever that little kid is in, in his body. Sure, like, I'll have one alcohol, please. <laughs> I would like one uh, p- banana pina colada. Can I have that? I would like please? to have one medium alcohol. <laughs> extra strong. I'm going to need that extra strong later. Yes, let's go have the sex. Oh, that's a ridiculous episode. I'd actually forgotten yeah, about it. This is a ridiculous episode. I, uh, I it's amazing how much of Supernatural that I've already forgotten on this rewatch. I think just because we've we've kind of slowed down our consumption of it, but also because we mm-hmm. consumed so much so so fast. Yeah, that, like it it kind of all blends together. Like that one dude that was DMing us stuff about like episodes that were years ago now, and I'm like, I don't. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. A coin I have no or a watch. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> whatever you say, man. I'm here. Thanks for listening. I'm, in, I'm into it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I, I have a pretty like solid memory of definitely the first four seasons. Turns out I haven't. I hadn't seen season five as many times as I thought I had. I just seen like my fave episodes from season five. Sure. But but now I've seen season thick six probably three times, and that is more times. That anyone should have to see season six. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I don't know. From here yeah. on out, it's just it's sort of a blur. I have no idea what's going to happen. That uh, that other podcast um, that you you mentioned that DM does something like, hey, let's do a crossover episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had a chance to listen to them to make sure they're like cool or whatever. Um, but I went to their website because I was kind of poking and prodding to see what see exactly what they do. And they have like a tracker for like times that Sam has cried and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just made me realize that like, and they also have like a ranking of episodes that they're doing. And me, me and you, like, I, I feel like we 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 missed the boat. Like we should have been doing that from the beginning, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like we should have <laughs> done that from the very start as rank every episode that we like or whatever. Um, but I, I I was thinking about ranking in seasons, and man, like it's weird because season six is such a low point, but season seven's really fucking good. I think season seven's I can't above. Believe how much season we two and season like three. It. Like it's, it's yeah. I, I think it's up there. I think it's up there. I think the early seasons will always be my favorite, probably from at least nostalgia, if not from just pure quality. But yeah, I mean, season seven is really, really taking me by surprise here. It's just a lot of good hunks shit, you know? Yeah. And they, they're doing and, a good job with like the meta plot and also the Monster of the mm-hmm. Week episodes. Like that, mm-hmm. all of this stuff is blending. Like you could tell they're, they're perfecting their craft. I think this is the reason why I have, and this is probably like feedback episode territory that we're getting into now, but like, I think this is the reason why uh, I kept watching it because it never, it never dipped. Like season six seems like a low point to me, but it never dipped lower than that. Almost like I was mm-hmm. always kind mm-hmm. of the acting and the, the storyline was just good enough to keep me going. Even right. if I wasn't like doing a podcast about it, <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> the characters were good enough. Like I wanted to see what happens to Sam and Dean. Like I would, I, if you just asked me in the street one day, like two years ago, like, Hey, what's happening with Sam and Dean? I'd be like, man, let me tell you, there's, there's let somebody named you. Amara. Like she's kind of got a crush on Dean. And if I had to explain any more than that, it'd get real confusing real quick. So I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that. <laughs> I think, yeah, I was able to get through so much of season six cause I, it was my favorite show. But then even when like the quality dipped, I just kept being like, but, but wait, what's going on here? Like, there's gotta be something going on here. And it's funny. Cause like looking back on it and having done a podcast about it, I'm just like, oh, it was just bad. <laughs> it wasn't like a mystery. It was just not good. Yeah. It's man. Supernatural is a weird gig. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You want to do a supernatural podcast? Let's do it. Wow, only ten minutes of outtakes. Yowza! What have we? What have we become? <laughs> what have we become? It's almost like we want to do this professionally and just get on with the, get on with our fucking lives yeah, already. It'll um, there'll be like a forty-five minute stretch where I have a heat stroke, so oh, good. we can, we can yeah, cut well, that in too. Yeah, I'll make sure that I put some voice filtering software over there so that you know everyone knows exactly when you're having a heat stroke. I'm not doing anything, so <laughs> you're not, no out of town plans. Oh. You're not going to the lake. You're not going to go jet skiing. No, tomorrow or sorry, Wednesday. Hopefully, I'm honestly I want to try to do nothing. Uh, me and Dope. Steve talked about maybe Dope. playing some uh, co-op Resident Evil over the internet. Hell yeah! Uh, Are you five so, or six? Um, either six or Revelations two. We've played RE five a lot of times. We love that game. <laughs> I know. Um, I know quite a few people that really. Uh, you know who really likes that game is uh, Patrick. Patty started. Yeah, Patty loves that game. Yeah. I think didn't uh him and uh him and Laura played it, right? Yep. Let's well, yeah, me me and my me and my other half also played it. <laughs> you and your spouse. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> me and Steve. Your chomp wife. Let's call him your chomp wife. My chomp wife. I'm sorry, I just picked up a I just picked up a random book like off my shelf. I was just flipping through it because you know, looking at shit while we talk. And um I found my bookmark, and I was only 118 pages into this 400-page book. I 
all these years was like, yeah, I've read that book. It was good. I guess I didn't. Whoops. Which book is it? Because I didn't. It's a uh, it's a uh, D and D book. Oh well, that's. I mean, those get boring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like the Adventure Zone did. Am I right? Hey, hey, hey. Have you listened to any uh, of the new Adventure Zone stuff? Sure, freaking haven't. I haven't either, man. Like I, I binged so much of that that I was just kind of done with it. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to go back now. Like I'm, I'm. I just feel like that's even though it's not. Like I just feel like I'm done with it. Yeah, I um, after going through that whole like I really loved it. Towards the end, get a little mm-hmm. much for me. Mm-hmm. I think that they're super great dudes, and I really like what they do. But I don't think I can like listen to them much more. <laughs> I, f- I did the same thing with Mabim Bam. Like I just I listened to so much of that podcast that I was like, okay. I, and I have to feel like s- s- people are doing that with us, right? They're like, I cannot listen to Chris and Jeremy make the same fucking hunk jokes over and over they again must. every they week. Must. Yeah. So I'm just going. I to hope that sign we, off. we. I hope we change up our shtick enough that I feel like we we call them hunks, but we don't like go out of our way to make hunk jokes anymore. You know. That's true. We let those come up naturally when they come up. Yeah. It's just part of the vernacular now. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you develop a vocabulary, and then you, you know, you just kind of it just becomes a natural thing that you say or don't say, as the case may be. Mm-hmm. It's like for some reason when we were in um, middle school or high school, somebody was like, like said something funny really fast. One of my friends and like ran away at, at yelling later, like, "No, it wasn't me who ate all the candy later." And then he like took off, but the way he said it, it came out and it sounded like he said "flata." instead of later oh, so like yeah. fla so for years we would all just say flata like to, to say goodbye to each other in a joking way until that just became the way that we talked to each other mm-hmm. that's like in text form would say that it's just one of those it's just like hunk you just take a weird thing that you say because you think it's funny once and then suddenly you're saying it for real I, I, yeah that's the that's the dangerous th- side of inside jokes right like they just mm-hmm, become such mm-hmm. a standard thing that eventually you're talking into basically code to somebody and nobody on the outside that hears the conversation knows what the fuck you're talking about. It's like, what, what are these people even, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, a, what is this? What is this language that you speak? What is the, um, what is the improv podcast? Um, uh, the tavern one. I can't remember the name of it. Um, God damn it. Um, huh? something about mystical tavern. Hello from the magic tavern. Have you, have you listened to that? Oh, um, no. but that's, it's very much, it's, it's like, uh, the concept is pretty neat. Like this dude gets sucked into a dimensional portal behind a Burger King and um, he's sucked into <laughs> a, a tavern. Luckily he had all of his podcasting gear. So he just sets himself up in this tavern. It starts recording conversations he has with like wizards and badgers and things like that. Um, Excellent. But it's all like improv. Like they don't really script anything out. And uh, it's just such an in joke factory. Like that's all that it becomes. Like mm-hmm. I was listening to like episode fifty, and they were having this conversation. I'm like, if anybody, like, if you didn't know, like, if you just started with episode fifty, you'd have no fucking clue what these people are talking about. I'd like to think that we're not that bad. We definitely have some no, in jokes. Not but... at all. I don't think we're that bad either. All right, should we get into this? Yeah, I'm into it. Let me all find right. my uh, my notes because I, I don't know why, but I just closed them like a dumbass. Sweet. Starting to try handwritten notes. I actually started writing last night again, just cause you know I cleaned out this room, so it's an actual like space that I can like sit down and not feel like a shithead in here. Um, but yeah, just just did a little bit of writing. I had like a story going on Google Docs, just some like fantasy stuff because I love swords and mm-hmm. magic. So mm-hmm. you know, and and I'm writing it, and I was just like this fucking sucks i can't write a single sentence without rewriting it four times and i'm not getting anywhere and none of this is interesting to me 
I, I did it for like 20 minutes because I just kept pushing myself to try and get something out. It sucked and I felt really bad. And then I just like closed it and was like, whatever, I'm going to play video games. And then like out of the blue, 30 minutes later, I picked it up and I wrote like three straight paragraphs. So it was way more interesting. I like reworked everything I'd done. And it was, it was great. It felt great. So uh, I don't know why I brought that up, but um, writing's hard, man. Writing is difficult. It's one of those things where, um, like, the more that every single author or writer that I've ever seen always says, like, I just have to make myself write. Like, I mm-hmm. can't, if I sit down and think that, like, I'm not in the mood to write, I'll, li- I'll literally never be in the mood to write. I'll never write anything. I have to, like, mm-hmm. that's what you always heard from, like, Stephen King is like, yeah, I'm going to do 30 pages today. Like, regardless of the quality, I'm going to do 30 pages so that I can put some words down on a goddamn page. Yep. Uh, and that's, that, that, that always, like, doing anything creative that's what i always come back to of like oh yeah it's it's um joseph fink was actually talking about this recently the the night veil guy of just like Mm -hmm. yeah you have to you have to be able to do the work and like the work is not always doing the creative part like the work can also be like doing all this weird business stuff and you have to be pretty good at that as well you need to be but also you just need to be able to sit down and do the fucking work and like the more time that you spend thinking about doing the work is the less time that you're actually doing the work right Kind of right, like the right, out- right. kind of like the outtakes of this podcast. Where yeah. We don't, we right. don't do the all work. Right. <laughs> if we don't do the work, all right. Podcast. I'm Chris Moser. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You got your notes and everything that you need. I up. get it.